Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to any of you listening. This is Josh Baumgarten with another episode of The Juice Man Speaketh. On the episode this week, I'm going to talk about adding to your cognitive toolkit. So your cognitive toolkit is, you know, tools that you use to make sure your mind and brain are operating efficiently. Cognitive functioning defined is the ability of an individual to perform the various mental activities most closely associated with learning and problem solving. We all need to learn every day and we all need to problem solve every day. But there are a lot of us out there that aren't making an effort to add to our toolkit to improve our ability to learn and solve problems. And we're, we face a variety of unpredictable variables in our lives every single day. And if we can improve our cognitive function by adding to our cognitive toolkits, then we can kind of sort through these problems and solve them a little quicker with less effort, making life a little bit easier. So this week's episode is about adding to our cognitive toolkit. But first, a word from our sponsor, books. Hey everyone, it's me, Teddy, from books. Those things with words on pages that you don't really look at anymore, but you looked at a lot in school and you got sick of them. So now you watch TV a lot. But books can really help make your life better. I'm going to read you a list of the benefits of reading books. And if there's anything that sounds bad in here, just throw your phone down the toilet. All right, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to have to do that. All right, so the benefits of reading books include mental stimulation. Studies have shown that staying mentally stimulated can slow the progress of Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, that sounds good. Reading books also helps with stress reduction. Mmm, nice. Reading books improves your knowledge of the world around you. Oh my god, the world is such a big place. You gotta read books to learn about it. Reading books can expand your vocabulary so that you don't sound like a dullard using the same words all day, every day, in every situation. Reading books also helps improve memory. Remember that thing you forgot? Come on, work for it. Can't get it? Probably because you haven't been reading enough. Reading books helps improve memory. Also, it helps create stronger analytical thinking skills so you can problem solve better. Like the problem of not reading. Is this an easy problem to solve? You just pick up books. Improve focus and concentration. Better writing skills tranquility, and entertainment. Books can do all these things for you. All you got to do is figure out something you like that you want to learn more about, and then you go on the internet or to a store, and you get that book, and you read it. Anyways, this is Teddy from Books. Start reading. It's good for you. Man, that advertisement for books sounded really good. I'm definitely going to keep reading. And if you don't have any books that you read, I think you're going to be really motivated to start now, now that you know all of the benefits of reading. 
Like I said in the intro today, this episode is going to be all about adding to our cognitive toolkit, uh, specifically meditation. All right. I know a lot of people are like meditations for hippies or it's only done in yoga classes, but that's inaccurate. Meditation is something that anyone can do. You can do it in any place. And if you practice long enough and get comfortable enough with carrying that meditative practice, you can move anywhere, do anything while still having that present moment focus that you develop through practicing meditation. I got back from a little hike I went on. I'm out here in Yosemite right now. I came up a day before the majority of the people that are coming up here for my friend's wedding so I could kind of go out in the middle of the woods and meditate. So I found a hiking trail yesterday. I hiked it with a few friends and uh, a couple people that I just bumped into here that were here for the wedding as well. And we went on a hike. They wanted to keep moving and keep moving. I found a couple spots that I thought would be cool to sit down by this little creek and kind of just chill out. So this morning I woke up, went down, hiked down by that creek, I just kind of sat there, uh, kept my phone off, and just closed my eyes and chilled out and meditated for however long, thinking about life, and it was incredibly relaxing. And I know whoever's listening, if you're a person and you're alive, you probably have a lot of external stressors in your life, whether they be work, family, friends, anything. And you're probably searching for ways to help decrease the amount of stress you have but maybe exercise isn't doing enough for you or going for walks isn't doing enough for you there's a variety of things i know a lot of people to de-stress myself included on occasion not not like i used to in my 20s will go out for a drink that's not necessarily great for us you know there's a lot of self-destructive behaviors that human beings participate in in an effort to escape external stressors the thing is those escapes like drinking or doing drugs or like really self-destructive stuff or kind of just always turning to the tv for something whether it be netflix or hulu or watching whatever anything to escape the feeling of that stress but the thing is when you're done going out for drinks or when that show on Netflix is over, that stressful situation hasn't gone anywhere. And you're forced to face it again because all you've done is make an effort to escape it. And you put a Band-Aid over it. But that didn't heal it at all. I'm not saying meditation is the end-all be-all and that it's going to solve every problem you ever have. And I don't want you to think that you'll be good at it right away. Because like anything worth doing in life... It takes practice, 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 practice. And you kind of have to create an environment that's conducive to you practicing in peace. I know a lot of you that listen, you're very, you're very busy. Like I already discussed, you have kids or you have a, a job where you're constantly driving around or you're in an office all the time. And then you have your kids' practices or anything that any of us have that doesn't really give us time to be with ourselves and nothing else going on around us. And I think uh, culturally in the United States, that's 
a really difficult thing to create, but I also think it's not something that is really promoted or taught as we grow up on, on average. Obviously, some people do this stuff. Uh, I know for me, I, as I mentioned in, I think, the very first episode of my podcast, after I got out of the Army, I was really depressed for four or five years. I mean, there are a lot of ups and downs, but overall, I was really unhappy with myself and where I was at in life. And I was having trouble problem solving. I was having a lot of trouble falling into the same behavioral patterns over and over again. Like really self-destructive ones that added stress to my life and to the lives of other people that I cared about, which only made me feel worse about myself. And it wasn't really until a couple of my friends, uh, my friend Derek and my friend Chad, started to get pretty deep into practicing yoga and learning how to become yoga instructors, and therefore they got deeper into meditation, the study of meditation, that I started to learn about it from talking to them. And then I started to practice because they talked about how much it helped them. And so as I started practice, at first it was really difficult. It was really difficult to kind of sit still for a little while and listen to my thoughts because the majority of them were not very motivating. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, they weren't. They weren't very kind to me. And those are my own thoughts. I, you know, I'd live with myself twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. I should probably work on developing a a decent relationship with myself because how am I going to effectively help people? Which was has been my profession for over a decade now. How can I effectively help people if I can't help myself to a certain degree? And like I mentioned also in episode one, um, physical fitness and mental health are two things that we should work on at the same time. And that's why I'm, I'm making this episode about adding to our cognitive toolkit, the tool being meditation. So today, you know, I went off on this little hike and I found that creek and I sat there. And, you know, I made an effort, just listen to my thoughts and breathe and whatever came in, I'd observe. And then when it passed, it would pass. And it's so much easier to get that mental peace now than it was when I first started. But it's because of a concerted effort to practice over the years. Even when I'm, you know, performing... Olympic lives by myself in an empty gym. I'm practicing meditation and being present, being totally present in the moment, accepting my thoughts, observing them, and kind of letting them flow instead of fighting with myself. And I know a lot of people out there fight with themselves a lot. You know, maybe not like it's not like you're socking yourself in the face in public, um, but you know we're we're at battle with ourselves internally on a daily basis because we're making an effort to please other people and an effort to please ourselves and doing so while attempting to maintain balance and stability in our lives so we don't have nervous breakdowns. But I know a lot of you haven't even considered meditation. And you should. Because it is incredibly helpful 
when it comes to decreasing the amount of stress in your daily lives, improving analytical thought, all these benefits that books have, like, we t- like you heard about from Teddy and that incredible advertisement for books, from you know, great sponsor books, all those benefits are also benefits of meditation. Because instead of running away from your thoughts, you're observing them, you're analyzing them, and you're understanding them. I think if any of you have made an effort to get into meditation, maybe you've kind of attempted to jump into a level you weren't prepared for. I know um, a lot of times people want to go from 0 to 100 real quick, as the kids are saying nowadays, but... Just like with anything, there's progressions. There's always progressions. I mean, something like starting off with five minutes of mindful breathing in total in a silent room. That's a good way to start practicing meditation. But don't take, don't just take my experience. There's, there's apps on your phone that can help you learn how to meditate. There's one called Calm. That's a very good one I've used before and recommended to people. There's another one called Headspace. Um, those are really cool. Or you can go take a yoga class and understand that yoga isn't just about stretching. It's about being present in the moment and focusing your energy on the moment, which is so incredibly helpful. And then the whole meditation, like the focus, focus meditation towards the end of some yoga practices, that's a really good place to practice. Or if you get on that thing called the internet, and you make an effort to find someone that can teach you about meditation, that's a good way to go about it too. But there are tools at your disposal that can help you learn this incredibly valuable skill that can help improve your cognitive function in such a wide variety of ways, I won't even rattle them off again because I already that list already happened earlier. Make life easier on yourself. And I know it's tough to find space for many of you or to create space to be alone. Or, I mean, let's be real. There's 7 billion people on earth. We're never alone. Sometimes we have a little more personal space than others. That's the reality of it. Nobody's alone ever. The idea of being alone is ridiculous. But I understand why People freak out about it. I also understand why people say it the way they do. But anyways, start finding a way to create space for you. And you don't even have to call it meditation. You can call it me time. You can label it whatever you want. But find some time. Make some space to where your phone is away from you. Your laptop's away from you. You have no distractions. And you learn how to calm yourself. You learn how to handle your issues on your own without relying on crutches. And it's always, it's good to get help for things. Trust me, I've needed it so many times in my life. I, I, it's going to take a whole nother episode to go over that. But... Needing help and getting help when you need it is one thing. Depending exclusively on that help is another. 
And then we become codependent on this assistance instead of learning how to handle our own shit. And my job is to help people, but one of the reasons I coach the way I coach when it comes to fitness and speak the way I speak when it comes to fitness is because I want people to take ownership of their own fitness so that they know why they're doing what they're doing as well as I do. So that they don't need my help as much. And we build to the next level. Where to get them to the next level, they get a little more help and then they get to the next level on their own. And it's a progression and meditation is the same way. Well, you're going to learn how to take care of yourself mentally and emotionally more effectively. And that's going to bleed out into other areas of your life and have great benefits. You're going to be more calm and focused and steady at work. You're going to be able to enjoy your time with your friends and family more because you are creating that time for yourself. So whether you decide to start with five minutes of absolute silence focused on your breathing or you decide to check out one of those apps, Calm or Headspace, or start practicing yoga, or pick up a book about meditation. There's a really awesome book called You Are the Placebo by a man named Dr. Joe Dispenza. That book is badass. And in that book, it talks about a lot of the research that's been done where you can observe the human brain and the way it's functioning while people are in a meditative state. The results are unreal. Uh, definitely pick up that book or listen to it on audiobook. It was recommended to me by a friend. Uh, I was blown away when I was reading it. It was so awesome. Uh, and then, of course, like I do with many books, I let someone borrow it and they've never read it or given it back. And I can't remember who has it. But I know I'll never see it again. So it's on the list of books to buy a second time. But get away from your phone. Get away from your laptop. Get away from the TV. Do it every day for a little bit. Get away from people for a little bit. And if it's, you know, you're in a relationship or you have kids or whatever your thing is where you're cohabitating with people, ask them if you can have a few minutes for yourself so that you can be a better part of the team. Because that's what it's all about. We can't help people to the best of our ability if we aren't working to improve, if we're not operating at our best. And I really think meditating is one of those tools that we can use to help build better versions of ourselves. So if you have any questions, go ahead, email me at joshua.baumgarten at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell Baumgarten, it is B-A-U-M-G-A-R-T-E-N at gmail.com. Someone told me I should probably spell my last name. I forget sometimes that it's really a ridiculous cluster of vowels and consonants that makes such a weird sound, but... Do you think I just uh, reflect on my life experiences with people practically vomiting when they attempt to say my last name, where I would have spelled it for you before? But email me, text me, shoot me a message on social media if you have any questions. Um, A big thank you again to my friends Derek and Chad for 
teaching me about meditation and helping guide me on my journey to figuring out how to be a better version of myself without their friendship and assistance I would definitely not be who I am today or have handled some of the obstacles that I've experienced in the last couple of years I would not have handled those quite as well if it weren't for them equipping me with the tool of meditation and teaching me how to use it because when you uh you know you're when you lose a business while going to school full time and doing all kinds of other stuff and running a business and transitioning from losing a business and living life in general it's real easy to focus on the wrong things and get lost and depressed and down but because of the lessons i've learned and the utilize utilization of the tool of meditation I was able to focus on the positives. I was able to problem solve more effectively and stay away from getting really down on myself and life and the situation. Because in the end, one of the really good things about meditation is that you get to observe potentially bad situations from a variety of angles so that you can see all the good that comes from that bad situation and you realize it's not even a bad situation at all you had only labeled it bad the truth is it was a situation it is a thing that happened and you get to decide what to make of it meditation gives you the opportunity to practice deciding what to make of a variety of situations and how you're going to overcome obstacles in your life And we all face those things on a daily basis. And I think that's why it's really important to create that space for yourself. So you can learn how to use the cognitive tool of meditation in an effort to improve your life. Make it easier. And the only reason I'm sharing this with you is because I want you to be able to make your life easier like I made my life easier. We'll always face challenges, don't get me wrong. But if we have tools that allow us to build better versions of ourselves through the conquering of these obstacles and challenges, why, why wouldn't we do that stuff? So thank you for listening. Once again, I appreciate your time and energy and your willingness to be open to my thoughts. Uh, I, ca- I cannot thank you enough. I love you. Good luck with everything. Let me know how it goes. And if you have any questions, like I said, just email me or shoot me a message. Have a great rest of your life. Goodbye.